a listener exclusive. From the Penguin Parade at Phillip Island to that new building development in the middle of Warrigal, this is Talking Gippsland with Ed Cowlishaw. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Talking Gippsland with Ed Cowlishaw. Nice to catch up with you. Today we're going to be talking hoops with the new coach of Gippsland United senior women's side, Brad Roof. We go down memory lane and talk about how he got involved with the game in the first place through a simple conversation with his father and his passion for coaching, which has spanned over 20 years. Now he finds himself in the green and black of Gippsland United. What plans does he have in place for our squad going forward? Let's hustle up with Brad Roof, the new senior women's head coach at Gippsland United, here on Talking Gippsland. Great to meet up with you, Brad. In the locker room here in Pakenham, uh, work in progress, but it looks pretty cool. If you're a basketball enthusiast, you want to get out of Pakenham ASAP. Uh, there's going to be some pretty special things happening here. Brad, I, I want to talk about your love of the game, mate. Basketball, it's in the blood uh, from a very young age. What was it that just captured your imagination as a youngster to go, right, this is, this is the sport for me? Yeah, probably younger brother. So younger brother was um, associated with a couple of friends that were very basketball related. Um, started collecting basketball cards. I sat next to a, uh, a guy in, in class who said to me, look, you've got to pick an NBA team. I turned to him and I said, oh, look, uh, probably just the Chicago Bulls because it was back in the 90s and they were dominating. And he said, no, you can't. Um, you have to pick someone else. So um, he, had, he had one of these Almanac uh, Reader's Digest books back in the day and started flicking through and Golden State Warriors sort of stood out to me. And I was watching college basketball at the time and I was a bit of a, a Latrell Sprewell and a um, Chris Webber fan. So... Yeah, the Warriors sort of sung out to me and, and Don Nelson as a coach. Um, you know, he was coaching the US team at the time. So, yeah, fell in love with the Warriors and uh, became passionate. Run TMC, I like this. This is old school Warriors <laughs> stuff as well. None of these bandwagon Steph Curry mob that's uh, jumped on with this generation. So basketball cards, school, it's growing up back in the day, it's like every recess, every lunch, someone had a basketball. And we, you and I, are the same vintage. We grew up in the boom as well where you'd go to an NBL game Southeast Melbourne Magic versus the Melbourne Tigers lights out 15,000 at Rod Laver the place was absolutely pumping what about your own personal basketball journey your playing days yeah so look I actually started playing very late in in career so um played domestic uh, out in the uh, Nunna Wadding League so out in the um, in the east and then um yeah, got a tap on the shoulders from one of the coaches at Waverley saying, look, we've got some tryouts down at Waverley um, coming up. Are you, are you interested? So I had no idea what representative basketball was. Um, had the opportunity to move into that. So, yeah, tried out for the uh, for the Waverley Falcons, made the squad, and, um, yeah, the, the rest was history from a representative point of view. Junior basketball back in the 90s, you either hit under 20s, you either made the under 20 team or you didn't, and then you go and form your own side and you're playing domestic basketball for the next 20 or so years. What did you do when you when you got to that under twenty stage there, where choices need to be made? You know, social life, school, uni, work, all that sort of stuff. Basketball, where did it fit? Yeah, so under twenties, I I did play at Waverley as well, um, and then went through played a senior uh, a game with seniors. So uh, sorry, a season with seniors. So played through um, in their Div Two team back in the day when it was the CVIBL. Um, so, so played a, a season with them and then yeah exactly what you said life sort of kicked in and um, it was more about the basketball IQ and because I was so passionate about it I wanted to learn more about how the game evolves and how it works and, and the coaching side of things so I actually took on a um, an under 14 girls team back in the day at Waverley and uh, coached that 
and then yeah found it found a real passion for the idea and the concept around that but yeah life kicked in and, and sort of stepped away from the game a bit um and rejoined and re-kicked back in um a lot later on to just jump back into domestic and then from domestic um went down to mckinnon and started coaching at mckinnon so yeah it's different from playing to coaching, there's no doubt about that because playing, you're just out there for the love of it and you want to score or pass or be part of that camaraderie. But when it's coaching, it's that educational experience that you're passing on. It's that what you've learnt throughout to another generation and then when you see, I don't know about you, but when you see a play unfold and you've been working on it for 10 weeks in the preseason and bang, that motion offense works or the 2-2-1 kicks in and they're hedging in the right direction, it just gives you that feeling of success, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of it is, and exactly what you, if I go back a couple of steps, um, I think I've been blessed in my working career to be able to manage people, manage staff. And that, that idea of, of being a leader versus a boss um, is a huge step that I've learned um, in my working career. So bringing it back to coaching, there's a lot of life skills that can be learned from, from sport, um, which, which I enjoy and I enjoy teaching young kids understand that process. So you could be a great player, uh, doesn't always necessarily translate to being a good coach. Um, and I think making sure that the message is understood by the, by the kids. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff that we run and, and, and you know, we talk about offences and exactly what you said, um, watching it unfold is, is, I think it's the way you teach it and, um, and, and making sure that the kids understand why they're doing it. Um, it's very simple to go, this is a drill, this is what we're doing, this is how we're doing it, but making them understand as to why the motion, why the movement, why we're getting to spots um, is key. Bro Roof's joined us on the, the show, Talking Gippsland. Uh, we're putting a spotlight on local people giving back to Gippsland in more ways than one. And Brad's story is pretty profound as he's about to take a hold of uh, the Big V Div 2 women's side for Gippsland United, our basketball club. Uh, that's uh, going to do some moving and shaking, no doubt about that, in season 2023. Family life and basketball coaching at a high level or even intermediate level as you're climbing the ranks, it's pretty taxing, especially in a big V competition where you're travelling all over the countryside like a Leyland brother. How do you mix that in? How do you find, dare I say, the, the magical word with B that is balance? <laughs> very, very tough. Um, yeah, young family, so two kids. Um, between that, kids' birthday parties on weekends and, and, and whatnot, uh, rely heavily on the, on the wife. She's, she's a great supporter. Um, regardless, she's not really a, a basketball fan or a, a sporty person, but um, you know, is a great supporter and understands that you know, this is a passion of mine and, and she's very, very supportive, which I'm very lucky to, to be in that position. So with that, if she's not a sporty person, what is it? You take her to boys to men concerts when they come out or something along those lines there, <laughs> R&B. I'm just trying to think how we grew up back in the 90s. You know, That's where we were sort of hanging, wasn't it? How, how do you repay the faith? Because I know when you've got a supporter like that, because she's your number one supporter, uh, the girl's number one supporter, and, and keeps the family ticking along, and you're working together wonderfully as a team, even if you just step in here to the locker room today, um, how do you support one another in that fact? Because it can be trying at times. Oh, absolutely. Um, look, we, we do have hard conversations. Uh, there are arguments, <laughs> just like every, every yeah. family. Um, yeah, there's, there's a, a, a very, very long um, list of things that, that need to get done, and, and we manage to do it. Um, sometimes we, we sit back uh, you know, on a Sunday night and go, well, 
how did we get through that week? <laughs> Just insane. So, um, look, yeah, there, there's a lot of hours put in, um, you know, working, working long days, long nights, um, just making sure that we're, we're covering off on the, on the basics um, to, to get through. It's a great coaching journey. Uh, as you mentioned, you, you started off at Waverley with that under-14s team and have grown through the ranks in different roles from coordinator roles to head coaching roles, whether it be at Casey and McKinnon and, and various other clubs like that. Now you've taken over the role as a big V Div 2 head coach coach uh, women's basketball as well which I know that you're passionate about with women's sport why Gippsland United why does this job appeal to you yeah actually beautiful question I um I found myself in a similar position to Casey um going from a a junior girls coordinator into um building a squad there in their youth league program so it's not too much of an unfamiliar territory down that space of, of um, starting fresh with a, with a new a new brand, a new look um, and a new team. So I know the, the girls um, had some, some mixed uh, trials last year. So it's a case of um, putting together the, the good parts of last year and, and progressing on that. So yeah, very keen to, to, to get with the group um, as quick as possible. We've already started <laughs> the process of, um, of securing some players for next year, which is, um, which is an awesome sign and great support of, of those players as well. Um, and, and there's a lot of, uh, a lot of players coming out of the woodworks that are interested in um, jumping on board next year. So what did you see then? Uh, obviously the season sort of ebbed and flowed with this squad. I think uh, the Vic country trials or the state champs when they were on sort of lost a little bit of momentum with side because there's a lot of great youngsters coming through. I think of Ash Nightingale, I think of Emily Sculty's, just to name a few there. A couple there with Chloe Hogg and the likes. Nice base to build off. How competitive can they be this season? Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, look, height, speed is, is definitely <laughs> key, key for basketball. Um, I, I'm, I'm more interested in the culture, um, getting the culture right of the group, um, getting commitment. Um, I stand by an ethos when I coach. Um, the words create. Um, a lot of the kids I've coached before understand, um, as soon as I, I mention the word create, what it means. Um, but, but I break that down into an acronym. So I use the word C, uh, the letter C as the word commitment. Um, if you commit to me, I'll commit to you. You commit to the team um, and we're through. So commitment's the biggest thing for me. Um, second thing, the, the letter R is respect. Um, you need to respect yourself first. So I think you know, if I put myself in that position of, of you know, putting myself out there, I need to respect myself that I'm, I'm showing and doing the right things. Um, and, and same with the group, I expect the same. Um, e is about effort, making sure that we provide effort because nothing comes easy. You have to apply yourself in order to get the results um, that we're after. So um, next one is A, which is attitude. Um, and that's about coming in, being coachable, being, being um, responsible for your ability to, to listen and learn and grow. Um, that's key. The T is for teamwork. Nothing ever gets done on your own. And, you know, being a family man, um, I rely on my missus heavily and I rely on the kids to, to help and assist. And it's teamwork. So, um, you know, we, we respect the fact that that's what it's about. And the last one's enjoyment. Um, e, enjoy. Uh, if, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, then, you know, you need to find something that, that you can enjoy doing. Um, and then, you know, if, if you're not enjoying it, you're not applying the, the first, you know, letters to that, to that word create. So, yeah, that's my ethos and, and that's the way I, I love to coach. And I think um, culture is a big thing. Um, you know, we established that um, in our youth league program at Casey. Uh, we all played for each other um, and that was the way we went about it. They made the finals, bundled out pretty early on. Uh, but the fact that they had some stumbles along the season, ebbed and flowed, and there was sort of a gap between the top sides and maybe the middle of the road sides as well. 
How do you breach that on the court? Is it simply scoring power? It seemed to rely heavily on Chloe having a great game, a, a 30 and 20 game uh, in the boards. Mac Miller also doing some work there as well. How do you break that down to make it more of a, an even skill? But also with the game that's played nowadays, it's three ball. I mean, even our Aussie Opals struggled to adapt to the three ball game in Tokyo. We saw what they did in the World Championships where they've adjusted and Steph Talbot had a wonderful series. How do you, I guess, move us into that generation where the three ball is such an important part of the game? Yeah, 100%. I think, um, yeah, and the way I go about it is is receiver spots, making sure that we're open, we're, we're, we're getting to receiver spots, able to be able to, to look at those shots. Um, it's a case of you know getting into deny early in transition. Um, the game has moved to a fast-paced game. I think you know if we can transition quickly off off defense into offense, um, yeah, we, we may not have to rely too much on the um, on the outside ball. We can continue going inside um, and getting some quick scores. You're coaching. You got the gig. Uh, you live in Pakenham, traveling all over the countryside for Big V, but also training down there. But you've also got this wonderful business that is the locker room as well. Um, you were mentioning here to me that you. It's you and your beautiful partner in crime and the kids that have built this literally from the ground up, other than the cement columns that this warehouse is in. How's it all going with the locker room? Because this story in itself over the last couple of years has been incredible. What you were telling me about getting the keys, then bushfires, then COVID, running a small business whilst coaching. It's you're pretty busy, mate. <laughs> Very busy. Um, yeah, look, it, a touch of timing, really. Um, I guess everyone was affected by COVID in, in some way, shape or form. Um, you know, I suppose we're blessed by the fact that we're, we're still able to operate and, and you know, open doors. Um, it, it's about you know, the support we've had from the local community, which has been stunning. Um, you know, teaching kids is one part, but you know, the families and the, and the friendships we've made through this business have been um, probably the biggest part for us. But the passion, the love of it, it looks like something special is going to be brewing here in Pakenham at the locker room. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the, the basketball academy side of it's going well. High performance, we're, we're looking to grow with our athletic development and um, you know, the, the gym type style. Um, in terms of recovery, yeah, we're not far off now with recovery. So we'll, we'll have the, um, the hot, cold water transition. We'll have the, um, the saunas and the compression boots going. So yeah, look, very excited for that coming up soon. Brad Roof's joined us, by the way. Uh, new coach of uh, the Big V2 uh, women's side at Gippsland United. What is the purpose of a facility such as this? It's about giving giving young kids an opportunity to look at what professional sports looks like. Um, I think we, we sit there and we just expect them to, to grow. Um, we don't give them a guideline. Uh, this year, it's about making sure that our, our junior kids from a domestic level right through to, to representative are, are supported and understand um, there is a process uh, involved in becoming, uh, you know, the next Ben Simmons or the next Patty Mills. Mm. Um, you know, th there's, there's a pathway, there's a journey. Um, you know, the, the Lauren Jacksons of the world that, that are able to come back, use facilities like these to be able to, to look after their body and, and, and continue to, to play at high levels. We're pretty excited about what you're doing. Uh, we're pretty excited to have you on board. Uh, can't wait to see what you're going to be doing over the pre-season. You alluded to some signings. It's great to have you on board. We wish you all the best with the locker room as well. And um, welcome to the Gippsland United community. Thank you so much, Ed. Cheers. Brad Roof there here on Talking at Gippsland. Uh, get down to your next game of uh, Gippsland United next year. But, of course, uh, memberships are on sale. Check out gippslandunited.com.au. A listener production.